I'm Matt Dixon, and welcome to the Purple Patch Podcast. The mission of Purple Patch is to empower and educate every human being to reach their athletic potential. Through the lens of athletic potential, you reach your human potential. The purpose of this podcast is to help time-starved people everywhere integrate sport into life. Hey guys, Matt Dixon here, and just before we get cracking with the cracker that is this week's cracking show... I know that I have been barraging you about insights with Inside Tracker. And the reason that we have formed this partnership is really clear. I've mentioned this in prior shows, but it is kind of the time now, right before the holidays, as you're right in the midst of your off season, you're starting to edge towards that whole new year, new you. It's a wonderful opportunity for you to dig into your biometrics, get a baseline understanding of where you're at. And then with the recommendations all peer-reviewed that Inside Tracker will provide you, you can get going with some really strategic action in your nutrition, your training, any supplements you might need. And the nice thing is you'll be able to get some results. You'll be able to see how am I improving. It's really, really positive. We like to utilize it for all of our athletes at Purple Patch, and we think that you will benefit too. And right now, for a limited time, you can get 25% off everything in the store. So here is the magic code. Please don't share beyond yourself or go on then, share it away. Purple Patch Pro 25. That's Purple Patch Pro 25. And all you need to do is head to insidetracker.com slash Purple Patch Podcast. You can put in your code and get all of the benefits there. All right, let's get on with today's show. And welcome to the Purple Patch Podcast. As ever, your host, Matt Dixon. And are you feeling lazy? Are you just feeling like you've had enough? Has it been a tough year? Well, this episode is for you. But on the other hand, Are you feeling ambitious, motivated, driven? Are you diving into 2022 with thirst, aggression, and ambition? Guess what? This episode is for you. You see, whether you're hanging on by a thread or building up a head of steam, let me tell you the title of today's episode. Rest is action. Yes, I am the recovery coach, or so I'm told anyway, ladies and gentlemen, and I want you to build a positive relationship with stepping away from your goals and commitments, proactively creating space, a little bit of restoration, and setting up a scenario of acceleration in performance in 2022. Physical, mental, oh, go on, let's say even spiritual. Rest is action. It is the title And it is the theme of today's show. And it is a cracker. It's especially a cracker if you're an athlete, a fitness enthusiast, a business leader, a parent, an employee. All of us need to lean into the power of rest proactively. And I think it sounds like a pretty fun one to me. But before we dig in, my loyal listeners, we've got some very big news coming up in the Purple Patch Future 2022. And so, without further ado, it is time for a Squaddy update. Yes, folks, the Squaddy update this week, it is a big one. Early next year, we are launching two new programs to Purple Patch. We've decided to turn on its head 
everything that is traditional run training and bike training. And we did that because you guys asked for it. And we have experience of doing it really, really well. And we're really excited about two new programs into the suite. Now, first of all, I want to point out that we are not running away from our DNA. We are still fully committed to serve and look after and help triathletes perform. But we have a saying at Purple Patch, everyone is welcome. And so we thought we would broaden our reach a little bit and have all fitness enthusiasts be able to enjoy some of our programming. And so I want to give you just a couple of minutes on each one of these because it's going to be a really, really special program. The first run squad, this is running training via a multi-sport approach. So there are a few main tenets of this program. Yes, you are going to have program run training, but we leverage something that we've been using really successfully at Purple Patch over many years now. And that's integrating, not just dumping on top of, integrating as well as running training, some multi-sport training, primarily biking, but occasionally you've got running or rowing as a nice option, and strength and conditioning. And when we embed that with some self-care and education, we have the Run Squad program. And it's incredibly exciting, but we want to make sure that we can really, really serve the athletes that are going to join us. And so we're only going to allow the first 50 athletes in over the course of the first wave. And then we are going to meet acceptance beyond from there. So this is invite only, first come, first serve, no nepotism at Purple Patch. And once we get the first 50 in, we're going to go down the interest list and then we're going to meet at the opening so that we can be sure that we can really serve all of the athletes. Now, this program is going to go live mid to late January, but we are opening up the interest list right now, today, with the launch of this podcast. And so head to the show notes if you are interested in getting on board with the Run Squad. No commitment, no money down. Just tell us your interest and we will make sure that we keep you up to date with all of the information. We'll send you the overall program. And of course, when it is time to register, you'll be the first to know you have your spot in line reserved and you can be a part of the initial 50. And on top of that, our second program in parallel, probably launching on the same day, is Bike Squad. Many of you guys know we have worked incredibly hard to develop our video coach program, and that is primarily based around biking and strength. And this program has really evolved to become a central part of our TriSquad program. It's not only highly effective, but it's also really, really popular with our athletes. And so what we've decided to do is build a bike squad program, and this brand new program isn't really designed for the super ambitious crit racer or even a Tour de France rider, but it is opened up to enable fitness enthusiasts and bike riders who want to improve to be able to leverage our coaching and our education so that they can thrive, thrive in health, thrive in their performance, and of course, become a better bike rider along the way. It is all live and video on demand coaching. It is a complete video-based strength program and, of course, comprehensive mobility and self-care sessions. All support with education in all aspects of performance so you can improve. And just like the Run Squad, we're really, really committed to ensuring that we can serve the initial members and we can make sure that we're not overloaded. And so we are going to restrict this program as well. It's only going to be available to the initial 50 members that register. And then after that, we're going to meter it out. And so, once again, first come, first serve, 
you can jump on the interest list and we will let you know about all details of the program as well as launch date and give you first right of refusal and registration. All you have to do is head across to the show notes or if you're interested in hearing more right now, info at purplepatchfitness.com and we will give you all of our thoughts and interest. So coming early 2022, Run Squad, Bike Squad, and of course, we still have Tri Squad right at the backbone of the DNA. We're excited. We hope you are too. But now it's time, Barry, it's time for Word of the Week. We like the way he thinks, serious with a wink. Let's open the book. It's time to take a peek. It's the Dictionary Word of the Week. Yes, thank you very much for that leading, Barry. Exceptional as usual. Thank you very much. And this week for the Word of the Week, it is a simple and short one. The Word of the Week is us. Yes, us. Me, you, and everyone. You see, being part of a community can make us feel as though we are part of something greater than ourselves. It gives us opportunities to connect with people, to reach for our goals, to make us feel safe and secure. I think it's really important for every person to have a sense of community. And this means that if we are going to commit to being a part of community, to try and help others in the community. We as individuals must make our decisions based on what is good for the community, not at the derelict of ourselves, but have community in mind. The more that we think, well, I'm not going to worry about it. It doesn't bother me. It's not going to affect me. The more ultimately it, whatever it is, is going to affect you. None of us assume this, but it's true. A little less me and a little more us. This isn't political. It's practical. It's reality. And so as we go into 2022, a simple little request. A little less me, 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 me. And maybe just a little bit more us. Because we can all thrive with that. And that is why... It's our word of the week. Onward. Now, Barry, it's a goodie this week. Let's do the meat and potatoes. Yes, the meat and potatoes, ladies and gentlemen. Rest is action. That's our title. That's our theme. Let's begin with the baseline. What builds performance? This is well-trodden ground if you read or listen to Purple Patch. And fundamentally, what builds performance is anything from a platform of health. You need to have a platform of health. From a world-class athlete to aspirational, your results, your performance are built from a solid foundation of health. And that means that your training, whatever your training is, must be integrated into life. You simply cannot dump training on top of life 
and try and squeeze it in. All the while, ramming in the hours and compromising your opportunity to recuperate, to sleep, and to adapt. And so let's just pause as we get into this theme and topic of rest distraction and think about what that looks like. Let's go to the very pointy end of the spear, the pro athlete, because we are not like pro athletes, but we can learn from them. They're almost our living laboratory, but we need to understand the difference between the life and the program of a professional athlete and us, normal folk. And so what this looks like, a platform of health for a professional athlete, well, it's a little bit different because their normal life in parentheses is actually wrapped around training and sport. And that's appropriate. For a very short chapter in their life, training and sport is the central thing. And in order to be world-class, that's a necessity. It is, by definition, professional athlete, their job. And so what this means is that they are doing, on a daily basis, very big training. And that should comprise of endurance training and strength training, no matter what sport you're doing. And in addition to this, there is a heavy focus on nutrition, on fueling during and following workouts, on hydration, both in training as well as in daily life. And then on top of it all, they must embrace the really big bucket of recovery. And that's all encompassing. That's recovery in training. That's recovery in daily life. That's including modalities, the three big building blocks of recovery. But let's list them out. That's sleep, downtown, rest, naps, body work, self-care, mobility, and perhaps even the addition of the latest machines and recovery contraptions, or maybe even a few of them. Yes, the pro athletes have time capacity, and it's probably appropriate to dance on the edge of, hmm, is this reality? Is this science? Or is it another piece of science fiction? But all of that that I just labeled, the big training, the heavy focus on nutrition, recovery, hydration, and the big bucket of recovery, this is really, this big bucket, this is the way that we start to talk about sacrifice. Sacrifice bubbles out of this because in order for a professional athlete to truly embrace all of these elements and do them really, really well, by definition, they're going to likely need to reduce the amount of kind of, quote, normal life that is led again. Many less parties, the amount of work hours if they work in addition to their professional athleticism, how much social travel, how many late nights, all of that must be compressed. And that's important. But that's not you. That's not you. You see, it looks a little bit different for the time-starved amateur, whether it's a fitness enthusiast or it's a highly ambitious amateur athlete. Because for us, it's all about integration, pragmatism, and bringing a dynamic mindset. You see, in order for you to create a platform of health, you need to start your programming from the other side. And it all begins with this wonderful thing that we get to enjoy, life. And in order for us to be successful and stay healthy, 
we have to first think about the non-negotiables. What are the work aspects that I need to do? What are my commitments to family and friends? What are my social commitments, whether it's traveling, whether it's coaching Jenny's soccer, what are the other pieces of the puzzle that I need to get done on each week and on an ongoing basis? And then the second chapter of that is to then carve out some you time. Oh, Jenny, I just need a little me time. But it's true, a little bit of you time for you and your body. And that is some time to be social, enough time to have high quality sleep, maybe to do some hobbies and other activities outside of your quote training. And it is only then that you have that picture painted, that you have the blocks that you can build your training. And just like a pro athlete now, that's going to be comprised of endurance and strength. And around this training, you then should consider your habits and your approach around fueling, nutrition, hydration. And we must foster enough capacity, here's the magic word, to recover. And that's going to be a little bit of really smart, pragmatic self-care, high enough sleep, which we are told shouldn't be compromised, at least over the long haul, and of course, some downtime. And that's really important for us to ground ourselves. That should be a sort of review a reminder for you of what we're doing in a time-starved life. But this is, make no mistake about it, this is what performance takes. And so if you consider these thoughts, it's no wonder that at Purple Patch, we always love to discuss performance and the results that are achieved by any love athlete bubbling out of commitment and consistency and hard work. There is no easy way because all of these pieces, you've got the non-negotiables of life and then you have to get busy integrating and it takes a lot of cognitive load, a lot of logistical planning. I need to train. I need to do my strength. I need to build really good habits and that's where the sacrifice comes in. Oh, and I do need to look after my body and my system with sleep and downtime and recuperation. And it is only then that I can be healthy. And to get all this done, I've got to be committed. And I've got to achieve consistency. And I've got to make sure that it's all driving some really hard work. And that's the truth. When you are committed to performance, in the pursuit of world-class performance or in the pursuit of health, energy, the ability for you to be present and of course, for athletes chasing events and races. But there is, by definition, this ongoing component of management, of decision-making, of trying to find this mythical thing called balance. But as I talk about this, whew, it all sounds like a lot of hard work. And it is. Chasing a performance lifestyle, not to be all wanky American and all that, but chasing a performance lifestyle, it does take commitment and hard work. But it's the difference between being purposeful in life and just meandering through. There is absolutely no doubt that the effort and commitment is worth it. The yield is great. 
And it is the very thing that enables you to show up as the best version of yourself possible, whether that's athletically or in life. But make no mistake about it today, it requires work. You see, every single week when you're committed to a performance lifestyle, you're going to have to pause, reflect, plan. And then you have to get on that week and you've got to work the plan and you're going to have to make decisions and you're going to have to continually come back to the big picture, your quest for long-term consistency. You're going to need to avoid making fear-based decisions on these short-term impacts so that you can make long-term gains. And the reason that I rattle on about this in my highly impassioned tone of voice is not to intimidate you to the performance journey, but to create clarity, to paint a very clear picture of what you, we manage every single week. Because it's kind of stressful. And the stress that you are under is on one part physical. It's systemic from both training and the accumulation of life stress. And it's also placing load on your musculoskeletal system from training primarily, but also maybe from some of the less preferable stresses like extended sitting or maybe spending time in the car on a plane as you travel. But on the other side, it's also really stressful from a cognitive side, the mental stress. Just that work and commitment of plotting logistics, the ongoing decision-making, the ups and downs of energy, the overall engagement in the process. Now, as an aside here, if we recognize, yes, it's physically stressful, but it's also mentally straining, that's a big part of the reason that you hear me over the last years Talk about trying to strip complexity out and go habit-driven. Make it as simple as possible. Because if you pause right now and reflect of everything that I've just talked about, doesn't it sound like a full-time job in itself? Just trying to be healthy and equip you to actually show up to your family, friends, and your work and your sport really, really healthy and vibrant. You've got to actually engage in a full-time commitment to do that. It's kind of a paradox. Now imagine adding to all of this deep, deep daily analysis in every footstep, sleep pattern, movement pattern. Imagine if your brain is asked to constantly focus on metrics while you're just going out and running easy or building layered complexity into every single performance action. It's a really fine balance. Data is important and helpful. But the ultimate truth is, for many life-focused people, the more that we can remove complexity, the better opportunity that you have for clear decision-making and consistency. But anyway, I digress. I went on a tangent there. What we've identified is the truth behind what it takes to build performance. So with that in mind, and perhaps intimidating, now what we want to do is talk about rest. Remember the title, rest is action. 
So where does the title fit in here? Let's explore. You know that many purple patch athletes have had to endure many of my dictionary coaching sayings. They have bubbled their way into my life and the lives of the athletes, and they've meandered in to the vernacular over many years. Strong like bull. Impress me. Don't depress me. Fit and fresh. The vicar is coming, Mrs. Jenkins, and many, many more. Now, some of these hold critical educational value. Others, let's face it, are more kind of Monty Python-esque in their silliness. But one of the most important sayings that is so important it is plastered in neon lights on a large wall in the Purple Patch Center in San Francisco is very simple, and you can identify to it. It is this. It takes courage to recover. This is one of the most important coaching sayings I have. So let's unpack it. Successful athletes and performance enthusiasts tend to be intrinsically motivated. I remember when I used to coach swimming, and if I looked at the group of the teenage swimmers and I turned my back on them, they would hide in the gutters. But if I turn my back on a group of adult swimmers that are training for a triathlon, well, they'll just go and add an extra 200. Intrinsic motivation. And these athletes benefit from support, accountability, encouragement, feedback, but it is the fire inside them that drives them forward. And the hard work that is a prerequisite success, such as all of the tough training sessions, the big miles, the breakthrough days. All of these sessions are the very things for an athlete that provide instant gratification, even validation. It is a massive reward to complete a really tough training camp. And it feels really good and it's confidence building if you produce your best running splits. And you get energized from accomplishing something that you maybe believe is improbable. And that's why we often say hard work is the easy thing to do. Of course, it ain't easy. But it is the thing that creates an appreciation of progress, of progress, as you Yankee poodles say, of improvement, of confidence building. And the same thing extends into the workplace. Nail down a project, get your nose to the grindstone, make a breakthrough, do a product release, whatever it might be, it feels good. We're moving somewhere. And the truth is that recovery doesn't tend to provide any of these things, at least not in the moment. Most people understand logically the role of recovery and why it's important. But very few athletes or performance-driven folk globally are really good at embracing recovery. Most folks that are driven don't like it. Few build confidence from it. And so we have to admit and recognize that pulling back from hard work and integrating a bout of easy days turning your back on a project or your sport, it's just not easy. 
And it makes it even tougher when you actually say, all right, I'm going to do it. But then all you hear about is your peers or your competition out there working hard while you, as they say, kind of lays about. And this right here, this is why it takes courage. It takes some serious big picture planning, a healthy dose of pragmatism and a commitment to the longer term journey. And so now, you know, in neon lights, it takes courage to recover. Well, great. That's all well and good. Let me ask you, what's actually happening with recovery? On a day-to-day and week-to-week basis, the recovery, whether it's good sleep or downtime or for athletes, maybe an easy training session, maybe a little bit of time with family and friends, whatever it might be, recovery is generally facilitating two main things. The first is recuperation. In other words, it's restocking mental and physical resources so that you can ready yourself for really effective hard work ahead. And that's usually for athletes expressed in good quality training, good recuperation. The other thing is it's providing adaptations. You see, recovery is the space in which we experience growth, physiological challenges that lead to fitter, stronger, faster through recovery, and then structural changes to muscle, brain, tissue. But today's show isn't just about recovery. The title was Rest is Action. And as we head into the holidays, or later on if you take a break in your season, or maybe you enjoy a nice summer holiday, it's important to bear in mind and embrace Rest is Action with courage. Because truly removing yourself from the game, from the journey, not just from the hard work and the training, but from the planning, the structure, the rigor of the performance journey, that is a highly positive action. Over the long term, it's a proactive action so that you can facilitate high performance over the course of the weeks and months ahead. And so rest, a complete removal from the game, from the journey, is an investment. But let me tell you, it isn't easy. It will not deliver any sense of validation, but it is absolutely critical for him, for her, for them, for me, and for you. It's true. And it doesn't mean that by you embracing rest proactively means that you have to self-sabotage. You don't have to suddenly become unhealthy. You don't have to force feed yourself with candy and pie because I'm just brave enough to rest. All you're doing is giving yourself a little bit of guilt-free space. That's important guilt-free, space, stepping off the treadmill of life, stepping off the performance journey, just for a little time. It's really good for the body, but it's critical for the mind. Yes, there are undoubtedly an obvious series of benefits physically, 
But a largely ignored catalyst to all of this is the cognitive restoration that occurs with rest. And so let's label it stepping away. In almost every single endeavor in life, including your sports performance, your effectiveness, engagement, motivation, and enjoyment is seen to increase following a period of stepping away. Rest is an action. It is a critical action. Whether you're leading a business, attempting to solve a complex logistical challenge, building a piece of art or painting, or training for high-performance sport, rest is an action. A period of a phase of space, rest, cleansing. It is only ever going to lead to one thing, and that is when you re-engage, you will experience enhanced productivity. Isn't that what it's about? Productivity, effectiveness, getting a yield from the undoubted necessity of planning, logistics, smart decision working, and that commitment to hard work. In fact, when we are immersed in the training process, coaches consistently call to athletes, stay out of the weeds, see the big picture, give yourself time to pause and reflect, to make decisions within perspective. But a time of rest, Stepping off the treadmill of performance, giving yourself space, that's an action. And it's an action that we could label a supercharged point of restoration and perspective. It's really important. And this, ladies and gentlemen, this is why the title says rest is action. It's not passive. It's not just, oh, I fancy a little bit of downtime. I could really do with getting the sun to my body. Well, that's kind of true, but it isn't lazy. And it's not simply designed to recharge the batteries. In the same way as I have persuaded you that nutrition is a part of your program and that strength training is absolutely critical to be integrated into the endurance work that you do. And in the same way as I've opined that recovery is just as important as your hard work, rest is an action. Rest is an integral part of your program. It's not an afterthought. It is a part of your journey. And so at the 10,000 foot lens, you have your mission, your purpose of why you're doing this, your season planning. And at the 1,000 feet lens are your four pillars, endurance training, strength, recovery, nutrition, and you're working them day on day, week on week, making smart decisions. But at around 3,000, maybe 5,000 feet, is the perspective, the review, the planning, and the action of rest. Rest is an action. And framed in this lens, suddenly you find that you're empowered. You're empowered to embrace it. Heck, you might even enjoy it. And so with that, let's finish with the how. There are some critical steps that we need to take, and there is the re-engagement. Look, as you listen to this right now, the holidays are upcoming. Many of you will be trying to enjoy some rest and some downtime. 
but you might also be battling the internal struggle, missed training sessions. Oh my goodness me, I'm going backwards. I'm going to lose all the fitness that I've gained. So here are some things that might just help you win this battle. Rest is action. Number one, I want you to be proactive. My main mission here is to turn my back. What did I say? Step off the performance treadmill. And so my main mission is I'm going to proactively give myself space. I'm going to allow myself mental and physical restoration. But in order to achieve this, because this is a part of my program and a part of my goal, I have to, by definition, disengage. I have to actively commit to the rest. Good. All right. So that's the first thing. I want you to be proactive. Then on the back of that, number two, you should establish the appropriate mindset. You see, when we train, we're applying a physiological stress so that we can adapt to get fitter, stronger, more powerful. We want to move forward. And when we work at a business, we want to make sure that we're experiencing progress. That is normal. That's what you might label a growth mindset. I want to grow. I want to learn. I want to improve. Whether it's athletics, whether it's business, whatever it might be, I need to move forward. And this is a really good thing. But for this action that's the subject du jour, rest, your appropriate goal is to actually not try and move forward, at least not in the way that you classically think about it. And this requires a longer term mindset. But your goal should just be to tread water. You don't want to go drastically backwards, but instead you're liberating yourself enough just to stabilize and stay and liberate yourself to go and have a family holiday that's enjoyable. And that is so much easier to do than drive forward when you might be traveling and you're on a family holiday and you're settled with a different environment, cold, dark days, and, oh my God, I've got to cram training in. No, the mission is rest. Now with this number three, before you start panicking and think, I'm just going to absolutely erode with boredom from just sitting on the couch. None of this means that you need to be inactive. In fact, I'll say it so you can remember, don't be a sloth. Taking rest as an action doesn't equate to you being strapped onto a hospital gurney. You don't need to force feed yourself like a foie gras goose. You actually have license to be, and this is revolutionary, a normal, healthy human being. And do you know what they do? Yeah, them, normal, human, healthy people. What them normal human healthy people do is they are active. They eat pretty well. They have some downtime and rest, and they even sometimes enjoy a little bit of excess. The key is that you absolutely can be active, and you're absolutely free to choose eating salad and vegetables with your proteins. You don't have to have the steak frites, but you shouldn't be active or choose salad and veggies because you feel like you have to. It isn't, over the time of rest, a part of a plan. You don't have a plan in this period of rest. It's a part of the program, but you're effectively not on plan. 
And that's an important mindset. The fourth component, with the plan out of the window, liberate yourself from metrics. Goodness me, if you do nothing else, just over the course of this week or so that you're going to take a little bit of downtime, can you skip the metrics? Don't upload every session, including that hike or snowshoeing that you do. Even, and this is scary, don't even record it. Don't run or ride to a zone or a prescription. If you do choose to go for a jog or a ride, do it so that you can enjoy it. Don't execute intervals. You're not on a plan. Rest is action. There is a massive difference between doing a 60-minute run in which you're integrating five intervals of two minutes, running uphill really strong, thinking about form, and simply going out and kind of getting lost in the neighborhood, maybe choosing a new route, stopping occasionally to look at the awful extensions that the Johnsons have added, and then maybe walking back towards home for the last mile or two because you bumped into Sheila and you haven't seen her for ages. I'd love to hear the local gossip. You're not assessing your success on time or pace or any other metric because you're not training. You're simply moving your body to energize because it feels good, because it stabilizes you. But don't plan, don't focus, and explore different things. And guess what you've got time for now? By definition, you have time to read, to play a board game, to catch up on whatever crap Netflix show that you haven't had time for for the last months. You can even cook, whatever it is. You should have time because you're not chasing time or finding time to train. Ah, now you're beginning to get it. Oh, what did he say, that English guy? That's right. It takes courage to recover. And once you're done, whether it's three days, four days, 10 days, two weeks, whatever that is, it's then going to be time to reintegrate, get back on the ramp, move back to the performance lifestyle. And in the first day or two, you're going to be like, whoa, I feel like I'm a little jet lagged and I'm feeling like I'm a little bit behind. Let's just imagine that you've taken eight days of rest. Rest is action, remember. Now we've got to get back to it. So what is it? How do you do it? Well, do you go and play catch up, big week, massive intervals? No. The magic word is ramp into it. Whether it's work, whether it's sport, give yourself two, three, four, five days before fully turning it back on. And so you want to plan it a little bit. Day one, as an athlete, easy and smooth. Spend some time to plan the following 10 days. Plot the key habits you're going to get back into. Do some smooth, calm, stress-free training. And on top of that, maybe take out a notepad. What lessons bubbled up for you? Particularly the lessons around performance, because you stepped away. You've gained some perspective. And then on day two, do some nice endurance-focused training. Carry on making the plan around your habits and your lessons that you've created. Okay, be proactive. Now you're moving back in. Now you've got to be logistical, logistically smart. And day three, then you put in some building efforts from easy to stronger because building efforts are the great natural moderator. By building through intensity, 
If you feel good, you have license to press on a little bit. If you're feeling flat and stale, which you might because you've just had rest, you don't need to chase it. Day four, hard, yeah? No, easy. Easy fourth day, and then boom, back into it, day five, full training. The first three days, all by feel, all calm. And then, easy fourth, back in fifth. This is action. This is a part of your plan. This is about being a smart athlete. And if for you folks listening that I don't identify as being an athlete, maybe you're a bit more business focused, this same mindset might be something like this. Day one, make sure that you've set yourself up where you can arrive back to work and you can plan the week ahead. And this might be actually the day before you go back into the office, whether it's the Zoom office or in person, but spend some time planning the week ahead. You can also connect with the important people or constituents in your business, maybe respond to some emails, but give yourself some space. In this first day, step back to outline the one or two or three key things that you realized or maybe thought about while you were away. Because I almost guarantee you that you realized something that you just couldn't feel or see while you were driving through the weeds in the products just a week or so prior. And then on day two, that's where you really want to line up any meetings that you have, any follow-ups of essential projects. You've sort of grounded yourself. You feel a little bit back to speed. And on day two, you'll be able to be engaged with perspective. And then finally, day three, move into driving forward with new habits and a fresh lens. This is action. This is part of your plan. And this is being an effective leader or employee. And that, ladies and gentlemen, are my thoughts on rest. What was the title? Come on, we should all be able to hug and sing it together now. Rest is action. Staple it to your heart and lean in. Your body and your mind will thank you. Cheers. And until next time, take care. Hey guys, this is Matt. Thanks so much for listening. This has been the Purple Patch Podcast. And if you like what you hear, we'd really appreciate it if we share with your friends and really go the extra mile. Head over to Apple Podcasts or your favorite platform to follow, rate, and review the show. Your support and reviews go a long way to increasing our visibility and, of course, the exposure to time-starved people everywhere who want to integrate sport into life and ultimately thrive, just like me and you. Don't forget, you can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Links to the episode resources and all of our programs can be found at purplepatchfitness.com. Thanks much for listening. Take care.